Fancy Football Breakdown Podcast, episode 151. I said I wasn't going to say it, but I'm saying it anyways. Two drink here. Of course, Swags is here. Get right into it because this is a lunch date special. We got a guest. What's his name? It's episode like 140 because, or older because this should have happened a long time ago. Like five, episode five. Okay. That would have been better. Episode five. That's a number. <laughs> <laughs> At J Mike Check, dropping in for the lunch day. What's up, dude? You're, uh, yeah, so I, I am excited to be here. The, the thing is, obviously, uh, my, my daughter is not well, which is probably the only reason that I can even join this uh, midday special because I'm home and uh, I'm ready to get into some nonsense. And that skeleton behind two drink is super creepy. You guys can't see it's it. Mr. It's Mr. Bones. Me and him <laughs> hang out at lunchtime. That's cool. Jay uh, I don't so want to say I'm that happy your daughter into a positive thing. I think that's what's so awesome about J Mike. Right. I was gonna say, I don't. I don't want to say I'm happy that his daughter's sick, but I'm a. I'm a little happy. His daughter. I'm stoked. <laughs> I think she knew. She knew I needed this break from work. <laughs> she, she's looking out for me. I appreciate her. Perfect. So, me and Swags were kind of just shooting the shit like we normally do, and trying to figure out what we were gonna do on this show. Especially once we figured out we got J Mike coming on. Um, but as you guys will hear, hopefully next week. Um, it just gave me an idea. About a year ago, we, me and Swags did an episode called 86 at all, which means we just get rid of stuff we don't like. Uh, I'm going to flip that on its head just a little bit, and today we're going to look at some Fantasy Pros ADP uh, Dynasty rankings, full PPR, single quarterback, and just each round, maybe take a guy that we don't believe is either being overdrafted or overhyped that won't be there, won't be in that round. So let's let's break it up into like first 12, second 12, and on through. Um, but again, I, I believe I, I sent both of that li- link to you guys, right? So we're all working on the same list there. Yep. Um, and I'll, it. and I'll put that link out, uh, with the podcast when it released. So you, everybody listening can click on that and follow along if you'd like to and see why my choices are the best. Well, I got to ask guys. a question because if They'll I don't completely understand, I, I hope that there's at least you one listener do. that didn't completely understand too. So we're doing players we How do you don't want to do it, players we don't think will be there or players that we yeah, just like, don't like there. Wait, you're talking about players that are like literally going to vanish from the face of the earth? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> no, flat not, not earth. like no. Yeah, they didn't walk off the flat earth, they're not flat earthers. And like, you know, one through twelve, right? So I'm just gonna do it right now, real quick, and, and I'll explain as I go since nobody right. listens to me or knows what the hell I'm talking about at school. Saquon Barkley, 1, CMC, 2, DeAndre Hopkins, 3, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, 4, Alvin Kamara, 5, OBJ, 6, Devontae Adams, 7, Michael Thomas, 8, Juju, 9, Mike Evans, 10, Joe Mixon, 11, and Melvin Gordon, 12. Um, so we can't, A, Melvin Gordon in the contract stuff, maybe he sits out, maybe he doesn't, whatever your feelings are there. But don't give me 12, tell me Melvin Gordon's not going to be there next year in that top 12. Got it. But is there a guy on that list that I mentioned that this time next year, you don't believe will still be in that spot. My, now, my can, list it, it doesn't look the same as yours. <laughs> so we're not on the same one. I used like, the exact link that you mm-hmm. sent me too. Do you have it? Do you have it set to PPR? Um, yeah. Because I thought I switched it and put it right to him. Mine's a PPR. What's it supposed to be yep. at? Standard? Nope. Full PPR. Yeah. So mine goes Barkley, McCaffrey, Zeke. Kamara, Melvin Gordon, Hopkins, Adams, DJ, Bell, Michael Thomas, Julio, etc. And that's what I've got too. Yep. So I'm the one that doesn't know how to play the own game I came up with. 
the the process is still the same and i'll get mine fixed to the way i want either way so still all right you can't cheat and give me melvin gordon okay because we all know the other stuff going on or you know whatever ends up being there. are you but guys worried about melvin gordon did you see the video of him and his dad talking about the left bell situation this time last year mm. that was on twitter where he mm. was talking about uh yeah, like Lev's, you know, being disrespected. He'd given everything to that team for a couple of years, and they won't pay him. Like, he, pay he that warned man. Us. Yeah. He warned us this was this was happening. He he, yeah. he foreshadowed what was going to come. And he said, "Nope, he should shit out all year. They're not going to do it." I, I I do have a guy though, I, and and I'll pivot away from Melvin Gordon for a second. Um, I, I may be one of the only people in the world who's just not hot to trot for Michael Thomas. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Ooh. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yes. Um, if we're talking about being a first round player next year, I don't see it. I don't see that being the case. Um, and it's not necessarily that he's going to be bad or not necessarily worth it, but I think that that he's on that fringe to where there are so many guys that can shoot it in that stratosphere, uh, player. You've got your Joe Mixon, uh, your Juju, your Dalvin, all guys that I think are going to end up finishing ahead of him. Mike Evans in the offense that he's in down in Tampa Bay will end up jumping ahead of him. And it's not necessarily that Michael Thomas will be bad, but I don't think that he's going to be one that I'm going to be looking for targeting in the first round next season. We've got the New Orleans Saints who are hoping to be more run first uh, or at least get more work from their running backs. We like Latavius Murray in the role that he's going to be in. Alvin Kamara, self-explanatory. And if Drew Brees is there or if Drew Brees hangs it up this season, then everybody's going to get uh, everybody's going to get at least a little bit of uh, demerits, if you will. So I think Mike Thomas is a guy uh, that I could definitely see falling out of that first round next year, not because he's bad, uh, but because I don't think that he's going to be that that top tier of wide receiver. Is it an astronomical drop if Breeze leaves, or is it just a handful of spots, you think? No, I just I just think as opposed to being top 10, he can end up being, I don't know, like 20. Like right now, Mike Evans is 20. And mm-hmm. if Mike Evans and, and Michael Thomas flip places, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I don't think that that's bad. Like, it's not. Do, do you, would you guys consider that like awful if they if they switch spots next year? No, I mean it happens. No, that's quick, fair. Too, that's probably a point. little. I mean, fun, even Odell I, Beckham I Jr., who's just a couple spots down there, and then like Joe Mixon, you mentioned, and Dalvin. I mean, I'm a running back guy, so you don't have to talk me into that. But I mean, even man, even Chubb. So yeah, I totally get it. So who who are you moving in Swags? Mine was super easy. Is David Johnson. I knew, and, I and knew to me, like I will, I will there. use yeah, the word way it. too high, like eight overall for David Johnson. I don't know. Derrick Henry has what five hundred less yards in his three year career than David Johnson does in his four year career. And I'm not saying TJ D- sit out like almost the whole season there. Yeah, but it's still part of his Not's career, fair, in my opinion. I mean, he sat out a whole year. We look at like Dalvin. You know, we crap on him for sitting out all the time. Like, but when he's in the games, like, I'll tell you, man, like, me personally, I'll take Bell. I'll take an easy 10 or 12 players over David Johnson this year. Oh, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to bet that somehow. So, (laughs) so I'll take, do you want me to name him then? No, 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 no. Specifically, Lev Bell. Um, we'll, We'll just go heads up and we'll, we'll make it for, I don't know, drinks at the end of the year or something. But, there, I feel like there is little to no chance Le'Veon Bell finishes ahead of David Johnson. Um, little to no Can't chance. Do it. Okay, in in PPR, like we're talking. So yes, I feel like that's too easy though. So I, I'll give you. Can I have Bell, Mixon, Gurley, and Chubb against him? 
So what does that mean? If if one of those guys finishes ahead of him, then then I lose, or I I, I don't. Yeah, I don't I'm saying he'll fair. finish. He'll finish <laughs> behind them all. So David Johnson's going to finish behind all four of those. I guys. don't just want Bell. Yeah, I want to make this oh, wow. a little bit more fun for that's me. More, yeah, that's per- more perfect. his favor then. Perfect. That Absolutely. Works perfect. So we'll uh, we'll figure this out. We'll either, we'll meet yes. for drinks and like throw some money to what were the ones um, you carrying or something. What was the name? Um, I went Le'Veon Bell, Joe Mixon, Gurley, Chubb. Was that what? Does that sound right? That does sound correct. Chubb, Mixon, Gurley. Who else? Chubb, Mixon, Gurley, and Lev Bell. And Lev. That was yeah, the original one. Mm -hmm. Wow. I think I think if if David Johnson's going to get the volume and going to get the the volume of plays that we're anticipating Arizona to have. Um, and I don't know that the offense is going to be world beaters, but I do think that they'll be successful. And I think that they'll leverage David Johnson in a way that makes him super dynamic. Uh, if if he finishes outside of the top, I don't know, seven RBs, I would be so shocked. Right now you're getting an RB6. I'd be shocked if he finished any lower than that. I really would. Unless he's I mean, last Almost half year of was, his production was came in one year. Sure, yeah, it was I mean, even last year. Yeah. He was RB9 and that team was straight garbage. Trash. Straight trash. Now Clingsbury wants to win like a thousand sixty plays a game. You, you know, think he can hold is, up he, to that? Yes, like, like you just said, he had an entire year off, and his and his volume <laughs> in the NFL totally like his his total volume in the NFL isn't something that's staggering. I can go look up his total touches or whatnot, but it's that's it's not going to blow up the charts. It wouldn't surprise me if Gurley at this point now has more touches than David Johnson has in his NFL career. Matter, matter of fact, I'm going to look it up now. I bet you're right. Yeah, I, I'd give you that. I just. I get your disdain for David Johnson since even last year when we were calling you crazy to take Mixon over David Johnson and Dynasty, you know what I mean? And you made that bet all across the board. I you you gotta tell me the offense at least is perceived to be much better than it was last year, right? Whether we believe it to be or so or not, like it Yeah. We sure, understand they're sure. gonna run more games. The O line's still garbage, the defense is still garbage. That team's gonna have to yeah. try to move the ball. Yeah. A, I don't a player like Kyler Murray will open up the run game, like Absolutely. And I don't. I think Chase Edmonds, the guy that you've been, you know, pounding on the table for. I feel like for, I don't want to say far too long, but long before others, uh, can still be successful without taking away from David Johnson here, especially if they're going to run sixty plus games. You know, uh, plays a game. I, I, I think you're a little low on David Johnson. I, I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from, and and you've been steadfast on that for a while. I think he. Oh, I think he finishes in front of one of those four. I, I, man, listen. I, yeah, and, and maybe I'm. I'm. I'm drinking way too much of the Kingsbury Kool Aid, and, and and I'm not even. And, and I'm not delicious, even, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah, like the nice Cliff Kool Aid. The and I, I think more than anything, I think I think it'll be a case where we get to see David Johnson be leveraged out in space more than he was last season when everyone felt like he was just woefully utilized. So. Uh, that's why I'm so excited about him, and that's no slight to any of those guys that you like um, ahead of him. I just think, like like two drinks said, you're you're higher. Excuse me, you're less um, on him than I am, which which is okay. But I, I think there's there's no chance that he finishes that that low. If I could I take really one player like... off my list, and and I'm not trying to do that, but if I could take one player off my list, it would be Bell. Yeah, you... and that that was the one that originally got me triggered. If I'm honest, I was like what? <laughs> that's where it started. <laughs> Fight him. <laughs> yep. I, I would have I would have for David Johnson I would like to see less receivers come in this rookie year because yeah. I think we we wanted to see 
uh, David Johnson go back to being utilized, like even in the slot and, you know, being moved out. I feel like what they did in the draft is going to maybe hinder or limit some of that exposure that way just because of the other pieces they have. But I think when you're looking at those, you know, offensive weapons, David Johnson's still the guy you want to get the ball in his hands. I think touches wise, it's got him, it's got him, you know, finishing as RB12 as, as, as a floor just by touches, you know, staying healthy and everything up from there is, is gravy. To drink. Who's your guy? Um, I, I cheated because uh, I, I still not, I'm still not like even you sure can't if take I'm Melvin Gordon. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not going to take that one, but I, I'm still not sure if I'm on the same. Um, is you guys, where do you guys have OBJ at? Number 12. Yeah. I said you can't take 12, so that's cheating because I want to move, I want to move him out. Damn it. Um, I guess you'll make me say Julio at nine. We'll play one more year, one year, you know, even though he got that extension. Um, I'm just going to play the age card here then. I really wanted to be OBJ because on my other list, I had him at nine. Um, being at 12 makes it cheat. So how you guys love Julio going into this year, the offensive change, and you don't think it matters that much. Because Julio's still going to get his, you know, whatever, 1,400 and five touchdowns. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play the age card in one more year and maybe Ridley taking a little bump again. Yeah, Let's I go think, Calvin Ridley. I, I think that's one of the interesting aspects of this Falcons offense is that now we've got the offensive line that got some major help in the draft. Um, guys are healthy there. We've got Devonta Freeman coming back, who's uh, shown to be incredibly talented in both aspects of the game, receiving and rushing. We've got Ridley, who everyone hopes takes a step forward, and crazy Austin Hooper, who's increased in catches every year in his career. Uh, and last year, just on, on in PPR on receptions alone, uh, the guy was at, at least uh, gi- giving you uh, consistent work in the passing game. Now, uh, Julio, we, we know, is the, the constant. Uh, whether he scores touchdowns or not, he's going to give you the yards. Very similar to Matt Ryan. He's always around 4,500 yards or so, except for I think that one year where he just totally pooped the bed. So, so the question is always touchdowns with Matt Ryan, uh, which obviously played on Julio is. But I think that he's going to be as consistent as uh, a guy as you'd want, at least that I would want in the first round or, or late in the first round. I don't, I don't see the fall off coming just yet. I just no, and and that's totally fine. Like I said, I, I really want to cheat and go OBJ, but you guys won't let me. Um, I just wonder, like that defense uh, is getting you. what four All Pros, All Pros back as well, plus Devontae Freeman with the line. Like this mm-hmm. team, Julio, sure, will still get his his number, his piece there. Um, but I, maybe we see that offense kind of shift a little bit. And then again, I'm talking about next year, a full another year and, and the ageist on the other side of the microphone here, I, I think we'll, we'll start to come away from it too. That's you swags, by the way, if you weren't under, understanding that in case you were curious, I was, but yeah, I, I'm going to stay in Cleveland cause I'm going to cheat and I don't care. I do what I want. Um, OBJ, I just, I, I wonder if we're, we're trying to project a, a little, too much target share for him coming into the new system. I get he is the best receiving option there and arguably still the most talented wide receiver in the game. It doesn't mean Baker's going to key on one guy. Even, you know, even going back to Oklahoma, don't kill me. I know he didn't have OBJ at Oklahoma. Jesus, y'all chill out. But he still looked to spread it out. Tight ends, receivers, running backs all over the place. He's a guy that will find the open guy, not just key and, all right, I'm feeding OBJ 15 times. Now we'll see when OBJ gets in his ear, but... uh I think we have OBJ have a solid wide receiver start, but I think some of y'all sleeping on Landry. That's what I was going to say. You're and I'll such let a y'all homer, hate on me, dude. There. You're such a homer. That's all I'm going to say. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. It's still right. Callaway over Landry. What's that saying? The rising tide that's all boats or whatever? Um, sure. 
right? So, so all, all, I think all those guys will be relevant. So we'll see. I mean, OBJ made Sterling Shepard and guys like that relevant, right? <laughs> I'm not throwing shade at Sterling Shepard. <laughs> when he wasn't on. there, it was a jokester. Come on, it was a jokester. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a noun too. It's not just a verb. Facts. Twelve, thirteen through is it twenty-four? That's math. You um, want to run through them? Just hit me with the names real fast. Super fast. I'm James Conner, Joe Mixon, Todd Gurley, Travis Kelsey, Juju, Antonio Brown, Dalvin Cook, Mike Evans, Nick Chubb, Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz, and Patrick Mahomes. And I'll just move back up to 13 and wonder why the hell James Conner's all the way up here. There we go. That's interested. My guy. I'm interested with J-Mac being here, how, how this part's going mean, to go. I, I like David Johnson more than James Conner. That's what I'll say. I still don't have the same fucking list as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me. Y'all keep going. There is, yeah, I, there's no way, like, I'll take James Conner over Todd Gurley or, or Mixon. Same guys I'll say again, Chubb. I mean, even wide receivers here, and I'm not a wide receiver guy, but give me Juju all day over James Conner. Dallin Cook. Mike Evans, Keenan Allen. I would trade you straight up. Give me Keenan Allen for Connor right now. Send that trade. Gosh, I wish I owned James Connor so, so I could. Get so you have Connor moving from thirteen to like gone, basically. Like for this game to play, yeah, right? He's yeah. I mean, I'm looking. I'll give saying. me Diggs, who's at thirty-one over James Connor all day. Carry on wow. Johnson way down at thirty-five. 36 Josh Jamie, Jacobs all so day. So, Give so me, me loves cancer. Loves cancer. <laughs> Swag, let me ask. The, the, so, so when it comes to Connor, is it a matter of you don't believe that he'll continue to see the volume that he did last season? Or is it that you think that he's not as talented or the other guys eat into uh, his workload? Like what's, what, what's the, well, yeah, I'm about to say, what, <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the issue there? I mean, for me, like, answer you give I didn't like the James Conner idea before the draft, to be honest with you. I was kind of hoping, like, they would draft somebody, even if it was around the area that they got Benny Snell. And this isn't all about Benny Snell, so I'm not trying to even go there. But for me, it's just a situational thing, like, similar to that of Damian Williams, where they're in that backfield where it's situational. Like all day we preach it like, Oh, anybody's going to do it in that backfield. And I think that's the most important part of this is because we think that anybody's going to do it in those backfields. We act like these teams don't look for a better talent, but that's what NFL teams are doing all the time. No matter how good they utilize the position, they're still trying to get better at it. So I, I think that James Conner has been in a good situation. Le'Veon Bell was the superior talent. Um, I'm not saying that Snell is superior, quote unquote, but I am saying that he could give him a run for his money and nobody's bulletproof. Like, I think that Connor is severely overrated for what he did one year in that offense. All right. Jay Mike, are you, are you Snell? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. That, <laughs> that goes... That goes without saying, man. Snell, yeah, all day, every day. But the uh, I, I do I just like what James Conner put on film last year. I like I like that he was more versatile than I even thought that he could be. Um, and, and with another season to uh, excuse me, with an off season to be able to get healthy, get get stronger again, another year removed from cancer and everything else. Uh, I just I, I, I'm intrigued by him 
Um, but I'm also I also would like to push him down, but I don't think that I'm pushing him out of the second. I think that my nominee for this group, uh, and this kind of hurts me to say this. Oh, God, what are you about to do? Oh, sheesh. Okay, um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm just gonna do it. Uh, we've we've got Zach Ertz uh, at number twenty three, um, and, and I just don't I don't like taking tight end that early in the first place. Like I would not feel good taking Zach Ertz in the second round of a PPR league. I don't care if it's the end of the second round, but we've also got Patrick Mahomes at 24 mm-hmm. and, and, and same like what, what, what even I don't, I don't see him obviously duplicating what he did last season, but golly, he's got to be so much far and ahead, so much further ahead uh, to, to be able to kill it like that again, to be that far in front. If you're looking at that ADP list that we're looking at and, to drink, you may still not be there. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> like that's the not next, the same number I have. <laughs> <laughs> the, the next closest quarterback is Andrew Luck at forty six. At forty six. Yeah, that's like, kind of crazy. Like, like, like that's the, that's the end of the fourth round. But you want me to take Mahomes two rounds earlier? I I I'm, I can't get on board with that. I love Mahomes. I think he's fun. Uh, but no, I, I refuse. I refuse at the end of the second round. And and even if he has another awesome season and his QB one again, he's still not worth in the second. Sorry, it's not. 100% agree. Mine was Zach Ertz, even though I have him at 21 on whatever mystical <laughs> list I'm looking at. Um, but it's it's same, kind of similar to what you're saying, especially in this. We're, we're just a true full PPR. This isn't tight end premium. There isn't, you know, that same kind of advantage there. And all the pieces that Philly continues to bring in, it, I, I don't see how Ertz sees the same, you know, target share numbers that he saw last year. And that doesn't take into account anything with Goddard improving whatsoever. I'm not saying he's taken over for Ertz, but does he push for a little bit more to keep right. Ertz more healthy? Right. And and do we see Sega take any kind of leap up? Everybody's talking about him being a red zone threat. Well, that's all right. Well, then that's got to come from somebody. And, the you know, the biggest red zone threat at this point was Ertz. So if you're taking anything away from him there, you, you've got to downgrade him a little bit. Um, you know, for me, it's only and only, you know, a, a handful of spots that he needs to move to come out of this range. But I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm not going to take a tight end that early, especially when you're looking at some of the names uh, around him, even though we don't have the same names. <laughs> I have no idea what I did. I sent both of you guys a link and somehow I'm the one with the different one here. <laughs> I'm not sure. This how doesn't that make works. any sense. Damn no, it. not at all. Not so on, on that note, why not, Jay, Mike, I'm going to let you go first. Just real quick, run down the list of guys so I at least know the players I'm supposed to You can to literally tell them anybody you want. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Icky as long Woods. As you don't take him, like, that's my guy. <laughs> He's out. Icky Woods, Corey Dillon, uh, <laughs> Jarvis Green-Ellis, Cincinnati running backs over the last 20 years. Uh, okay, so we've got, uh, starting at number 25, we've got Adam Thielen, Leonard Fournette, T.Y. Hilton, George Kittle, Amari Cooper, Damian Williams, Stefan Diggs, Aaron Swags Jones. can't pick Damian Williams. <laughs> Devonta Freeman, A.J. Green, Carrion Johnson, and at 36, Josh Jacobs. Sneaking in there. Third round. Ooh, I like that one. So where are you going first? Oh, I'm first? Uh, yeah. Probably uh, of, of this group, I'm likely going to say that it's not Aaron. I mean, that Aaron Jones takes the fall. Um, yep. And, it, and it's not that I don't like Aaron Jones. I think he's a fine talent. The question becomes – um, I don't know what this Green Bay offense looks like now. We do know that Aaron Rodgers likes to pass the ball. We do know that Aaron Rodgers will make the play calls. Like it's going to happen. And if Aaron likes you, he's going to he's going to play you, and he's going to get you the ball. 
the, the next question becomes with all the guys that they have in the backfield who aren't necessarily bad players. Uh, everybody, mm-hmm. for some reason, likes Dexter Williams. I think he's okay. Uh, Jamal Williams, everybody all of a sudden hates. But again, I think he's okay. And he showed even at the end of last year that he could be productive because he won a lot of people, a lot of fantasy titles uh, with his week and 16 performance. full workload. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was disgusting in that overtime game against the Jets like he killed. Um, yeah. and, and so with Aaron Jones, um, I, I'm just not sure that I want to pay the price for a guy in the third round that I don't know will uh, vault into the upper echelon line of running backs or, or be someone that pushes for a top 12 i don't think that's him yeah i agree and i'm not a fan of the green bay running backs anyway ever all right i Just, think i think we'll all cheat because uh, that was definitely mine as soon as you said it i like <laughs> j mike said i gave up i gave up a second round a 2019 second like week 15 like in between 15 and 16 last year on the dynasty league like needed to make a push i lost melvin gordon um i lost you know I, i'd lost kareem hunt and a, a few guys like that and i was like I'm going to throw a second at Jamal Williams, as gross as that sounds, because if it gets me the championship this year, it's worth it. And I did. So you're right. Like, yeah, Jamal Williams crushed it like the last like two, three weeks, I think, actually there. Yep. And that was on a team that, you know, wasn't making the playoffs. So to, to pay a second was was a little much and and doesn't look great now. Um, but to get that championship is, is well worth any second, any first. I don't care what it is. I'll take the title. So I can't have Aaron that... Jones and I can't have no, Damian Williams not. now? <laughs> Correct. No, you may not. I'm going to get rid of Devonta Freeman. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah, you don't like him either. But you know it's true. What's I mean, true? I don't know it's true. Here comes Zito, <laughs> right. man. I don't know. He didn't say anything. <laughs> it's true. It said his name. True. True. That is his name. So Devonta far, Freeman. True or false? <laughs> false. Going to go with true, Bob. Going to go with true. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it? It's injury related to you? Like... Uh, I mean, he's, they have Ito there. They get old, you know, Olison, Allison, whatever it is. Um, but they improve the offensive line. I don't. If I, I don't see him staying healthy me, the entire season, see. honestly. Right, yeah. And it's it's even the guys after him. But it's like, not talent based. But even the guys after him. I mean, honestly, if you guys own Freeman, would you give me? Would you take Carry On for him if I offered it to you today? You want Carry On or Freeman? Push. You that, want. That's, that sweet, that's a sweet spot of guys that I like a lot. I like Carry On a lot. I like Devonta Freeman a lot. And I and 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 I know that Devonta Freeman's not going to lose passing work. Period. Carry On could. Carry On could. Yeah. Passing work. Yeah. That. that, that Carry On could, could. Jacobs lose or some, Freeman. Some some goal line stuff to freaking C.J. Anderson. It Jacobs or Freeman. It's going to happen. So, that, that's the same. I'm taking Freeman again. Right? And and I believe in that offense in Atlanta. So yeah. I, especially if we're talking about just you know this year going forward, I'll take Freeman over both of those guys you mentioned. Um, but it's close. Brandon Cooks or Freeman? I'll switch the position a little. Mm, that's tough. You're bigger on Cooks, so that makes <laughs> that makes sense. Um, I was the biggest Cooks hater once upon a time, and and the guy has just continued to to ball, and I and I can't deny him any longer. <laughs> I'll probably take Cooks. And I'm gonna guess no Cooper Cup early, at least the first couple of weeks are not at 100. percent So I th- I think maybe I could take Cooks and flip them, you know, early in the season for more than you could Freeman right now. Um, so I I get you. I think I, I, mean, I think I would be willing to buy low on Cooks Freeman barely. if you still can, but I don't really love this price range to be honest with you just with some of the yeah. other guys around here knowing how you, you feel and just i mean we've talked about freeman before your price to buy low is not the same than than what you're going to get from the freeman owner right like you you won't pay up for that no yeah, no i, I should have done real it a quick, long time ago 
I think that people will be listening to this and be really upset that we did not mention Leonard Fournette, uh, who I think that at at 26 overall, I I still like him as a player. But in terms of the Jaguars and what their offense could look like moving forward and getting out from under him soon if they want to, uh, I think that he's someone that people could sour on quickly if for whatever reason he goes down the injury again, uh, if for whatever reason he loses any kind of work to Rockwell Armstead or or, or the, the, the ghost of Alfred Blue. I think I think Leonard Fournette's someone that people will will mention here in this in this range. I think, the, but that's the same argument I think as Freeman, right? It's it's health. Yeah, and, and even that's really with Dalvin, you know, if, if Fournette is healthy, even with again and and a new offense there, basically, you know what I mean? What they're implementing there is, is like Atlanta. Um, if Fournette is healthy and just like the talks of them trying to use him even more in the passing game as well, and what Foles likes to do. Uh, J-Mike, I, I understand you brought up Fournette. I, I get what you're saying. I think it's more because you're a, a Duval guy, uh, Jags. So you, you just had to get that in somewhere. So I'll, gi- I'll give you a little bit of that. I'm trying to get all my guys in here. We got Benny Snell mentioned. We just talked right. Freeman. We talked Fournette. Look, I'm, I'm living the dream right now. Wait for the two-minute breakdown. I might have one or two more for you. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I plum forgot about yeah, that I, even happening. I, so. Good, because I'm, I'm glad. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm excited about Fournette. I don't know if it's one that you want to try to flip even in Dynasty early on while he's still healthy because because you're just waiting on that to help it happen. But um, I think Fournette's in for a big year. I that think, offensive like, line was so bad last year, just decimated by injuries. If those guys like even like only half of them stay healthy this year, that offensive line is going to be so much improved. And same thing on defense. The defense was so bad. This isn't a team, regardless of who's back there, that wants to throw it 45 times a game. It should be built around that defense and running the ball. If Alfred Blue gets a few rushing attempts and, and Armstead does too, and they and they help a little bit out in the passing game, like Yelton was startable at Flexworthy, even with Fournette playing last year in some games. So I'm not as worried about those guys taking away from Fournette. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. There are there are a lot of people that do not like Fournette and could easily see the slide. With a ankle injury that has him out four to five weeks, you know, in the middle of the season, everybody's just like, "F it, I'm out. I'm yeah. not playing." Armstead is an important handcuff for sure. Totally agree. Totally agree. We are not going to get very far in this, so that's pretty cool. That's no. why we brought Jamie. I was just so hoping we we'd get like to round nine so I could shit on Vance McDonald a little bit. <laughs> Fucking shit! We are not making it to round nine, bro. I was thinking like one or two more rounds max. So why don't you hit me with that next round? I'll leave you a minute at the end to talk some shit about Vance. <laughs> As oh, long as you okay. let me poop on Shaheen. That, was, that sounded not even the same ADP. Um, I don't care. That wasn't the argument, damn it. We're not fighting so, about that. We already did it. Okay, so we got... Next, four, next 12. 30, so we're at Marlon Mack, Derek Henry, Brandon Cooks, Julian Edelman, Kenny Galladay, Robert Woods, Philip Lindsay, Sony, Tyreek Hill. I'm going first. Andrew Luck, Mark Ingram, Cooper Cup. Go for it. Oh, there's a couple there at the end that definitely snuck in that, that mm-hmm. could be questionable. I'm going to leave those for you, and I'm going to stay at the front. I'm going to continue the the running back, moving back uh, theme because running backs don't really matter. I don't give a shit what you guys say. Um, the Colts are going to draft a running back in 2020. I feel like that's that's almost certain. Uh, I think Marlon Mack has a great season this year, but when you're looking at him being part of something next year when they can take another one, I'm out. I think Naheem Hines will take enough this year. Uh it's easy to play the health card. Mac's been okay, but it's still a position that, that gets destroyed. Um, yeah, Marlon Mack will not be in this range next year. The Colts totally have the cap the to year. trade for like Melvin Gordon or something. 
That's let, disgusting with that offensive <laughs> line. Good lord. I, I, Just put I wanna, everybody on full tilt. I, I want to play a quick game with you guys that you guys typically play. Um Uh-oh. so 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 let's say you have Marlon Mack, uh, and I have I, I bring you my Kenyon Drake. Uh, what do I have to add to Kenyon Drake to get your Marlon Mack? Are you taking a King and Drake? No one slacks to go first because he hates both of those guys. <laughs> um, will, you, will you take Kenyon Drake in my second for your Marlon Mack? Yeah, I'll take the second. Okay, I'd probably do that. Yeah, that. I was going to try to take it real quick. I, I would probably do that too. I was going to even say, you know, like, do you have Balage? Like, throw Balage in with Drake, and I'd be happy. To maybe even try that. You might not even have to give him Drake. Just give him Balazs in a second. He might do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's some serious hate right there. Maybe. But Give me some Naheem Hines. But if it, but if there's any chance that he's going to be the running back for the next two seasons, even if they draft someone next year, well, I, I just we, we watched him be productive last year, even though I was skeptical. We watched him be productive. Uh, we watched him produce throughout the season. We watched that offensive line mash people all season long. Yes, I'm I'm having a hard time divorcing myself from Marlon Mack and the idea that he could be something special and even slip somewhere into the second round next year. He's he's, he's already on the edge. He's already on the edge. Sure. Yeah, it's it's not a huge, huge uh, line to climb there for sure. I guess I'm uh, I've never been a huge Mack guy. I believe uh, Hines to take enough away this year. Um, we we saw in some games last year when Mac was out that they decided to let Hines even run the ball like 15 times. And I think that's just a credit to how good that offensive line is because Hines isn't really a guy that should be running off to tackle, and they still let him do that. Um, his work in the in the passing game, I think, it, it kind of dwarfs Mac. I'm not saying Mac can't catch at all, and he may be a little underrated there. But that team, I think, will use Hines in that capacity. And yeah, if I'm adding another back from next year's stupid good 2020 class as much as we want to project uh, putting any maybe one of the top like eight to ten running backs out of that next year into this i think it's got serious damage control for marlon mack play marlon mack this year redraft money and if he stays healthy that you know that that'll be solid for you but i think just how this team will operate next year uh, mack is not a guy i own anywhere currently so i just i'll throw that out there too and out of all dynasty and and probably, I don't even know if best ball, I might have one or two shares out of, you know, like 20, 30 of those I've already done. Just not a Mac guy. It's an easy one for me to stay away from. Swags, who's yours? Um, Man, this one's a, this is a tough round for me. I'm trying to decide, like, which guy I want to disappoint you guys with the most. <laughs> um, So. Cut makes sense. It was so late when he got injured, coming back, more compensatory injuries, people just off of it. So I'm going to go. Woods are still there. I'm going to go, man, I think this is a kind of fair area, though. It doesn't seem as high as the industry. Okay, so I'll go, man, so tough. I'll go Philip Lindsay. Another another hater of yours. But, yeah, that seems it seems early for sure. And it's just some of the, like, give me Sony over Philip all day. They're going to split it more and more, too. Give me Sony there, I though. Think Lindsay, I know it's just, I don't know. And I wanted to go, uh, I don't want to say all the players before J. Mike goes Right. <laughs> Just name everyone through 37 <laughs> through 48. It's cool. I'll, I am trading out. back in the fourth. <laughs> no, I, I will. Uh, I, I will posit the the name uh, Josh Jacobs. Um, I'm sorry. No, he was at the end of the second. I, I'll, I'll leave him be. My bad. I feel like the layup is Mark Ingram, um, just because at RB 23, maybe he's at the the ceiling at this point in his career in terms of where we would look to buy him, even if. 
like best case scenario, tell you the story where he just kills it this season, destroys everything in his path and and life is amazing and he gets passing work and the Ravens look amazing. I still don't think that we're going to end up taking what would be at that time. What is he at like 28, 29? I don't think we're going to end up trying mm-hmm. to move him up the board when we know that uh, Justice Hill is a guy that, that that a lot of people like a lot can still get work. Kenneth Dixon's still there. Uh, and, and and any of those guys, I feel like could they, they could still be a candidate to draft someone yep. next year and we still be super excited. And like you said, like it, this is probably his ceiling. Like even even at a good season, he probably drops a little bit just from age and somebody else coming in. Right. So you're paying up for what you absolutely hope he will be this year. Right. And your fingers crossed moving forward. And, and same with um, Julian Edelman. That's one that I wanted to say too. Yeah. That's no. That's fair. Um. Let's see. Let's. Man, time is getting away from me. This is not <laughs> work out like I wanted to early on. Um, let's do, how about one more, just anywhere swags. You want to hit us with pants and let me and J Mike find a guy <laughs> that we don't like where it is. I'll give you, see, I'll give you a minute now. I just, just, yeah. Okay. Know. Yeah. So I think Vance McDonald hype is friggin' crazy for a guy who's never really done too much going into probably like what his sixth or seventh season. I mean, there's tight ends that are younger that have already done better than him that are being drafted after him. Even a guy like Austin Hooper, who's tight end 11 compared to Vance's tight end 10, but in the ADP, it's like 20 spots or something. Just ridiculous to me. I don't know. I I don't know. It's crazy. What are people expecting from Vance McDonald? I've I've said my piece. I won't fight you anymore. (laughs) Listen to the latest Super Flexible, probably the one before that, probably the breakdown before that. I can't fight you anymore. Heath, we Heath, see Miller, oh, had, Heath Miller had three seasons that were 700 <laughs> yards <laughs> or more. Only so three. Long. Three seasons in his 11-year career. He's <laughs> the last Pittsburgh Steeler tight end to have 700 yards. And it happened in, I think, ah, what did I tell you, 2014? or something like that. It was five yeah. years ago. This just doesn't happen in this offense like people think it's going to because of why. Like, why, why do we Where all of a sudden think going? there's going to be a super productive tight end coming out of the Steelers? And why do we think it's going to be Vance McDonald at 6'4 and 28 Jensen? years guys, old? Guys, guys, is this is this how we want to spend the last five minutes of breakdown with you guys <laughs> arguing about Vance McDonald? Is this what we want to do? I, it's, it's never what I want to do. It. He's not worth it, Jay Mike. He's not worth it. <laughs> It gets me so damn fired up. Yeah, as soon as he said Heath Miller, I just saw you turn off like, nope, I'm done. Go go back go back and cut off some legs. About to. About to just rage cut off legs this yeah. afternoon. I just, yeah, it's just a little too much. Tell my patients to cancel. You don't want to come in here. Stay Mike, do you have somebody? Uh, yeah, I, 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 went, I went way down way down the list here. Um, and, and by way down, I'm, I'm like in the 50s and 60s. Uh, I keep looking at um, the, the gentleman down here uh, named Tyler Boyd. I know everyone loves Tyler Boyd. I know everyone likes Tyler Boyd a lot. Um, and and to, to go with Tyler Boyd, I'm also going to posit the name Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin's currently going 50 overall and Tyler Boyd 64th overall. So that's wide receiver 21 and 27 respectively. Um, if we're going to see multiple receivers be relevant, um, I think that Chris Godwin does have the better chance to do that, but we're still looking at them them being the moon to the to the freaking uh, uh, Mike Evans and AJ Green being the the actual Earth of the Sun. However, you want to posit that. So um, th- those guys, I feel like, really have to bring something this season 
for me to feel great about trying to move them up next year because I could see both of those guys um, shooting, I mean, fall, falling down a little bit because I see a lot of the guys behind them that I like quite a bit more. Uh, I like A-Rob to take a step forward ahead of those guys as the wide receiver one in Chicago. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I don't love him, but I could see him taking a step forward as well in terms of targets. I, I see targets. I see guys that I think that will be ahead of those guys in targets. Uh, and, and I think that that is what I like more so than taking the wide receiver to even an offense that I think might be fine. So uh, that's that's my two cents on that. Yeah, I like it. That was a lot cooler than me yelling at him about Vance McDonald. <laughs> His was at least somewhat truthful, so it's cool. No, <laughs> mine was Some, not stat-based at all. Kind of buy in. Right. I'm just saying, Bring Corey Davis, Christian Kirk, Dante Pettis, they're all going behind Tyler Boyd. I, yeah, I like no, that. I'm, I'm done, man. Never. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't do that. Mr. Cincinnati likes Tyler Boyd. Got it. Dude, no, did you have a last one like, before no, we get into no. the two-minute breakdown? Don't like him. Yes. No, I don't have, you want me, DJ Moore. It's too high. Sorry. Ooh. I got him at, is it 50 overall? I'm sure that's not the same number as you guys. Um, wide receiver 59, 59 in here. Yep, he's still wide still, receiver 24. But still, uh, I think, I think maybe we just see DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel get a little closer and Curtis Samuel's way down. Uh, like 125 or some bullshit I, I saw. Um, so I think that gap kind of closes between the two of them. But because that happens, DJ Moore comes back a little bit to the pack. It's too spread out, and we still don't – like, yeah, it's going to be camp. But do do we see DJ Moore really taking a step up in this offense? I think I think that might kind of be where, where he is. Like, Colonel Samuel will get a bump up with Funches being gone. And your silence. I don't know, man. I think that DJ Moore's got more left in the tank than just what he gave his rookie season, though. You know what I mean? If we're going to give a window to any position. I'm not saying there's no room for growth. I'm just, uh, I guess I'm projecting a little bit more out of Curtis Samuel from the removal of the Funchess targets, not necessarily DJ Moore. My son, my son, Sammy Watkins or DJ Moore. I'll take DJ Moore. Sammy Watkins, but, but I, I, I just can't quit Sammy. Like I'm, I might just die with him. I might just put that on my tombstone. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else to do with that. I Sammy think Truth the DJ Moore is, Unite. and I know what you're saying as far as those two wide receivers last year, um, in Samuels and Moore. Like they were really close, and the way they ended the season was really close. But I think, I think that Moore will show that he's the superior wide receiver as the next couple of years go on, and they'll separate a All little right. bit. Not saying to get away from. Samuels by any means, like, but I think that DJ Moore is gonna take over that offense, man. Not take over the offense with McCaffrey, but you know what I mean. Like, as far as the, I, gotcha. I don't know. I think he's gonna be a favorite yeah, target. All right, J Mike, I appreciate you showing up for like half of what I was expecting to get through. I don't know why I was thinking we were gonna get through that much, um, <laughs> especially once you said you were good to go. But uh, if, if that's if that's all where we're at, J Mike, it's uh you're gonna get the two minute breakdown. I am um, so I, not. Are I, you ready? I swapped no. some of these around. No, I'm not. Because originally I had made these for swag, so I, I dropped some, I changed some out, and he threw a couple at me at the end that had to make sure it got this in. It's the here. only part of the show we planned, J Mike. <laughs> I'm ready. Ish, ish. I'm literally changing one right now. So, kind of. <laughs> Game time decision. Game time. Two, decision. two minute breakdown. Twelve questions. J Mike, uh, answer them as fast as you can. First random thought that comes to your brain. Let's get it. And now your two minute breakdown. Oh, and you can't pass. SFB nine player. You were most excited to draft already. Allen Robinson. 
How about the SFB player you regret drafting already? Oh, pass come back if you want. Evan Ingram. Ooh, ooh, okay. Favorite food at the Chinese buffet? Uh, shrimp fried rice. Superflex Dynasty rank them: Brandon Cooks, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley. Mm, Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks, Jared Goff. Summer movie you're looking forward to seeing? Uh, Toy Story Four. Nice. Would you rather five million dollars right now or two hundred fifty thousand dollars per year for the rest of your life? Uh, two fifty k for life. Thank you. Excluding D.D. Westbrook, the Jags pass catcher most valuable for fantasy this year. Chris Conley, let's go. Who is your favorite Disney princess? Ooh, Jasmine. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Chase Edmonds or Alexander Madison this year? Chase Edmonds. Did you ever have to attend summer school? <laughs> Once. <laughs> for yes, what? For math. And I basically goofed off all year it was terrible and that changed my life so yeah that was that was the changing man bun is so upset <laughs> it's like the right new now. question yeah. we <laughs> asked everybody dynasty full ppr tyler lockett or tyler boyd tyler lockett all right last question is that right already i went through super fast killing this last question pulling a question out of the fantasy football breakdown vault what state has an annual testicle festival every summer a testicle what a testicle festival celebrating oh. testicles every what? summer. What? Uh, oh, hurry. I'm going to go with Texas. Hurry. Texas, huh? It's close. That's close. Where, where, is, uh, where did Mambun go for, for summer? Oh, Montana. What? And every summer he goes there, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I don't, I don't think he's telling you about the testicle no, festival. No, he is not. <laughs> no, he is not telling me about the testicle festival. <laughs> and I appreciate him for that. Jay Mike, tell everybody where they can find you. Hit you up on Twitter at J Mike Check the Open Bar Podcast, uh, the Dummy Blitz Podcast on the Dynasty Dummies feed. Uh, thank you guys. I love you. I greatly appreciate you. Uh, and again, appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, ditto. I love the Evan Ingram pick. What round was that? Uh, I like to pick a lot too. If I'm honest, I just kind of wish I went something different there with my team. Uh, I think it was in the sixth round, fifth or sixth. I can, I can go look. Yeah, I like it. Right. He was tight end three, like week thirteen. Yeah, I took him at six oh nine. Yeah, six oh nine. I am like tight end seven underscore swag. At FL two drink minimum at FF underscore breakdown. Lunch date is over. Don't forget to be awesome. Fucking down. So listen to the open bar. Show. If you're not, I don't know why. I'd say listen to Dummy Blitz, but once every blue moon, what are you doing, John? You recording? No? Huh? What are you doing, huh? You can sure use that. Hashtag Dummy Blitz, 15 and a half. Until then, I guess we'll be doing lunch dates. <laughs> if that daughter's still sick on Monday, you hit me up. <laughs> done and done. Why is the music still fucking playing? Longest outro ever.